Thanks for joining us for the Connect Podcast. I'm Cole Phillips, the lead pastor of the Connection Church, and every week we're going to look into the Bible to find out how God's Word connects to our everyday lives. It's going to be life-changing. The Connect Podcast is produced every week for your growth and inspiration. You can find all the show notes at makingtheconnection.org. You can also find the podcast on your favorite podcasting service, Follow me on Twitter at Cole Phillips and on Facebook and Instagram. You'll find all the links in the show notes. Now, let's get into the study. Hello and welcome to Connect. Uh, We are going to have a great time together today as we get into God's Word. We get God's Word into our lives so we can get it out of our lives into the world around us. And we have been journeying with Jesus through the Gospel of John. And, And so today... We are in John 15. What a great uh, passage. I hope that you're having a great time uh, today and and things are going well for you. I know the weather has been very nice and uh, we just actually moved to a a new house. And so uh, Kenzie, she has been carrying around this this, uh, tree and it, it produces blood oranges and it's supposed to at least. And she's had it for well over a year, she kept it in the little pot that, that she bought it in. And now that we're in this house, uh, I went outside and tried to plant it. Um, <laughs> it was difficult to get down into the ground and through all the rock and all of that in order to plant this tree. We'll see. I'm trusting uh, that God pr- does something good with that tree and that the tree takes and, and grows. But did you know that God is a gardener? But God plants people. We're his garden, and he wants us to produce fruit for him. Uh, we, that's why he made us. Um, and God is looking for a f- fruit in our lives like obedience and, and right living, worshiping him uh, and living for his glory. And, uh, and so how do we know that God is pleased with the fruit of our lives. Well, that's what John 15, that's what Jesus is talking about here in verses 1 through 8 as he was facing the cross, moving closer and closer to the cross. And uh, and he was thinking at this moment, he was thinking about people, their response to him, their rejection of him, and what would happen to them as a result of their response. Um, you know, Jesus came to the world to save humankind. And yet so few people were responding to him in a genuine way, even within his own uh, circle of followers and friends. Many of them were falling away. One uh, Judas was in the pro- very process of betraying him. Even Peter was about to deny him three times. And then the other disciples, they all tucked tail and ran away. And so many people were rejecting Jesus, uh, including those spiritual leaders who claimed to live for God. They claimed to know God. And then you had all of the Gentiles, all those people who had absolutely no interest and no connection with God. And yet that's why Jesus came into the world to save them 
and he, he wanted people to stand with him. And as he thought of this, and I'm sure as he's walking and he's seeing the the vineyards uh, and and the 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 vines there, it it reminded him of the imagery in the Old Testament that talked about the the vine, the vineyard, and Jesus said that he is that vine and that we are the branches. So let's look at that in John chapter 15, beginning in verse 1, that says this. It says, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You're already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers, such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Super interesting when you think about uh, being connected. I mean, this passage here in John 15 is really what was in my heart as um as I was planting the Connection Church, and I was thinking about the importance of being connected to Jesus, the power source. You think of it like this: like I have this, um, I have this lamp here. This uh, this lamp is plugged in. It's lit up. It's plugged in uh, to a power strip. Okay, so I've got this power strip here that is, it's got a lamp plugged into it. And this power strip, let's say, is plugged into, uh, is plugged into the power source, okay? So it's plugged in, and that's why it's got power to power some other things. But, uh, but if you think of this like our lives, you know, this is our lives, and it's got to be plugged into the power source so that we can bear fruit, that we can shine our light, right? So check this out, though. If I were to take this power strip and I were to unplug it from its source, let's see, right here, of course, the light goes out. But let's say I were to take this, um, this power strip and I were to just plug it in here to itself, or to plug it into itself, what would happen? They would get no power, right? This is this is useless. If it's plugged into itself, it can get no power. And so what we've got to do is we've got to make sure we're plugging it into a source of power. When we do that, we plug it into the power source, then all of a sudden we've got the light, which is the fruit. It is the result. And so, so often we're trying to plug into our own power and and we have no power on our own. 
And so what we find here in this passage is Jesus says he is the only true vine. God is the gardener. We are the branches. And Jesus is the true vine. Let's look at God for just a moment because God planted the vine, which is Jesus, and he's the one who watered and fed the vine. He, he cares for and looks after and watches over the vine and the branches that come from the vine. And God is the one who prunes, who cleans, who protects uh, the vine and the branches. But the people, that's us, Jesus says, we are the branches. And the way that we're judged is by how we relate to the vine, how we connect to the true vine. And so uh, as branches, people are either unfruitful or fruitful branches. But also, Jesus says, as branches, we are either unattached or unconnected, disconnected from the vine, or we are connected to the true vine. So let's look at these different branches. In, um, in verse 2, we see that there are these unfruitful, unproductive branches. Um, <laughs> I read this story of a girl named Kaylee Wilkes, and she was so proud of her little succulent plant. And, uh, and so she had taken, she said, I'm so proud of this plant. It's beautiful, beautiful coloring, an overall perfect plant. I'd been watering it. If someone else tried to water it, I got mad because I wanted to be the one to take care of it. I absolutely loved my succulent. And she was uh, shocked when she decided it was time to transplant her plant into a larger vase. She found out that the plant itself was not real. It was artificial. It was plastic. And she was so disappointed. She said, I put so much love into this plant. I washed its leaves. I tried my hardest to keep it looking its best. And it's totally plastic. How didn't I know this? It's uh, sitting on styrofoam with sand glued to the top. It looked real. It looked perfect. But it was it was fake. It was fake. You see, outward signs, the outward appearance does not always indicate the true health and what's really going on on the inside. What's inside a person may not match the outward appearance. And Jesus is saying that. He says that, that he cuts off every branch in me, in Jesus, that bears no fruit. See, there are, um, these are connected branches, but they're taken away uh, because they, though they are connected, they're not bearing any fruit. And these unfruitful full branches, they had been connected to Jesus. They had some type of connection. Um, in fact, maybe they even started to bud and to sprout. They even grew into branches. That means for us, for people, these are people who listened to heard the, the good news about Jesus, opened their ears, made a public profession of faith, you know, said, I believe, even maybe took a step of baptism. Uh, they seemed like they were going to produce some fruit, and they looked like fruitful branches. They looked like all the others, but they were unfruitful, okay? Why? Because they weren't getting fed from the vine of Jesus. They weren't drawing their life from Jesus. 
they weren't continuing in the vine. In fact, they can't bear fruit because they made this false profession. It was more of a profession than it was a possession. Like to possess Jesus, to to own your faith. Uh, You just kind of gave it lip service. It's more pretending than being. It was more deception than truth, more counterfeit than real. It was more um, just going through the motions. And so what happens is these unfruitful branches, they abandon their faith and God cuts them off. That word uh, cuts off, it it means to take away, to remove. And um, that is a severe a stern warning to all of us who claim to be in Jesus. We want to make sure that uh, our profession of faith, that our that that it matches our heart, that we're able to to bear fruit. And what happens to these unfruitful branches is they're taken away. In fact, they're destroyed. I mean, this the fate of these branches is not something any of us would want. And so uh, we, we understand that the unfruitful branches, they're disciplined. And um, how, do we, how are we disciplined? Well, we're disciplined when we have this sin in our life that we don't deal with, that um, we have these, um, these consequences that we're going to face because of our own choice of sin, of doing what God doesn't want us to do or not doing what God does want us to do. And this doesn't necessarily mean you lose your salvation, as you see in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, um, verse 11. This passage is really interesting that says, No one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw— Their work will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. If what has been built survives, the builder will receive a reward. If it is burned up, the builder will suffer loss, but yet will be saved, even though as only one escaping through the flames. So it's not that you lose your salvation, but you've lost your reward. And um, the way that, uh, that this was taught to me was uh, by, you've heard that phrase, you're saved uh, by the skin of your teeth. Um, have you heard that, by the skin of your teeth? You know that little film that you might, you know, some people might get on their teeth and it's just so thin. It's just like that, uh, that close, that close. You're saved, but only as one escaping through the flames and there is there are consequences even as Christians for the sin in our life and so we want to make sure that we are bearing good fruit because then uh, we see in chapter 15 of John verse 2 we see the fruitful branches he talks about the good stuff while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful you're already clean because of the word I've spoken to you So the fruitful branches, too, they're bearing fruit, but they're pruned. When I planted that that orange tree, I went in and I made sure I cut off the branches 
that appeared to be dead or that were not, you know, they, they, they had turned brown, right? And they didn't look like they still had life in them. And so the fruitful branches were pruned. All the bad spots, all the useless buds, all the misdirected shoot, shoot-offs and the discolored leaves, those are all pruned off. And all of us have some things in our life that is uh, misdirected, that is not producing good fruit. We have thoughts, we have bad attitudes, we have commitment issues or wrong commitments. We have some actions, some behaviors, some relationships that we don't need to have or the way we're relating is not in a godly way. We have some misdirected passions in our life, um, some, some wrong motives, um, some unwillingness to do what God wants us to do. And so all of this, God begins to do a work in us to prune us back so that the stuff that's still good, that's still alive, can continue to grow. And sometimes that process is painful. It's a painful process of pruning. But there's a purpose behind it. And that is to prepare the branch, which is us as followers of Jesus, to bear fruit. And uh, so what kind of fruit are we to bear? You know, there are different stages of fruit bearing. There's the stage where you're not bearing any fruit, where you got some fruit, where you got more fruit, and you got a lot of fruit. We've talked about that. Like, like God wants us to produce a lot of fruit. And what are the fruit we're talking about? We're not talking about physical, you know, fruits. We're talking about uh, leading people to Jesus, seeing people come to know Jesus. We're seeing. We're talking about the fruit of living a life that honors God. We're talking about the fruit of the spirit that your character begins to grow and change. And uh, in order to do that, he says there's some conditions that he washes us clean, that we are abiding, that we are dwelling and staying in Christ. We are following him in obedience. And uh, what it means to abide, you know, when we think about this word abide, uh, not a word we use a whole lot, but there's a, a sense of abiding, living remaining in Jesus. That means that we're honestly and openly confessing uh, our sin to God, uh, just walking in authenticity and openness, that if there is something between myself and God, I'm going to confess it immediately. I'm not going to keep walking with unconfessed sin in my life. I'm going to stay connected with Jesus so that each moment of my day, I know that I'm connected with him, and I'm drawing my strength and my life from Jesus. It also means uh, uh, abiding in Jesus means to stay in the church, the house of God, not to step out of the church and leave and be out there on my own as a disconnected branch, but I'm going to stay connected to the family of God and the body of Christ. It means that I'm going to live with confidence, or as I like to say, Godfidence boldly in a way that is making a difference in the world. That um, that I am living in obedience to God. I'm doing what He wants me to do, as far as I understand and know how. And that I am also uh, loving people. I'm staying connected to other believers. I'm not allowing um, resentment or bitterness to cause me disconnection from other followers of Jesus. 
And so you think about the different stages of bearing fruit in your life. You know, there are some people that are just um, bearing, let's say, 30% fruit or 60% fruit. I mean, the goal is 100% fruit, that we are like fully uh, fruitful and, and, and our lives are just abundant in bearing fruit. But, uh, but, you know, there, there is some growth that takes place in that. And it's, it's dependent on our uh, personal commitment and our dedication and faithfulness to Jesus. Now, notice also how these fruitful branches, they are pruned. How are they cleaned? How are they washed? Well, Jesus says, by these words that I've spoken. So it's the words that Jesus says. It's what Jesus tells us. And, um, you know, his, when you come to, to his word with a sincere heart, what it does is it reveals to you those, those areas you're falling short. The word of God is like a mirror in your life and it reflects back, um, your imperfections, my imperfections, but it also reflects back to us the perfect image of Jesus, that we measure ourselves not against other people, but against his perfect standard. And of course, you know, we fall short, but it does show us those areas of growth because what God's wanting to do in you is to make you more like him, more like Jesus. And uh, we, we are cleansed, washed clean when we abide, when we abide. Jesus said, abide in me, and I in you. And that means that um, we have this position in Christ. We're standing in Christ, with Christ. But it also is a challenge to us to continue to be in Christ, to continue to remain faithful to him. And the, the closer we are uh, as the branch to the vine, the more fed, the more filled we're going to be the more productive we're going to be, the more fruit we're going to have in our life. And then not only are there these fruitful and unfruitful branches, but there's also the disconnected and connected branches. So in verse four, uh, he says, Jesus says, remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. What can you do apart from Jesus? Nothing. Well, certainly nothing of eternal value, nothing of eternal significance, nothing that's going to bear fruit that lasts. And so if you do not remain in me, he says, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. So this disconnected branch, Jesus said, is, is off by itself, doing its own thing. And um, the, listen, there is no life. There is no fruit uh, that comes from a life that is disconnected from Jesus. Can you imagine just walking along the sidewalk and you see a branch just lying by itself? Or maybe it's just kind of floating there. You know, it is, um, it is not going to produce any fruit. It doesn't have any life. In fact, it's meaningless. And that's how life is when we're not connected to Jesus. It is lifeless 
and it's meaningless. And, and anytime we start looking for life in someplace other, looking for, for being fed in someplace other than Jesus, you're never going to find it. When you're disconnected and you're off by yourself, that is, you're going to just get more of that, more of that loneliness, uh, more of that isolation. The disconnected branch cannot bear any fruit, not any real, live, permanent fruit that, that God would be pleased with um, because you're not connected to the, to the source of life. You're not connected to uh, the, the, the vine. And so as a result, you don't even understand what it means to bear fruit because we can't do anything apart from Jesus. No one has true life apart from Jesus. No one experiences the kind of abundant full, joyful life that he has promised, unless you're in him. we People are searching for meaning and purpose and significance. They'll never find it apart from Jesus. And so if you're disconnected, Jesus says those branches, they're just gathered up and they're thrown into the fire. Uh, what, a, what a tragedy um, that uh, basically you have abandoned Jesus. You've walked away from Jesus, and you get more of what you've chosen, that you're going to be separated from him. You're, it's life that is withered up and dried up, and you, you, it's lifeless, no energy, no strength. And that means that that as a person, what we have is our gifts and our abilities wither up, shrivel up, our life, our relationships, our future, uh, our purpose, all of it shrinks and shrivels and ultimately dies on the vine or off of the vine because you're disconnected from the vine. It just dies apart from Jesus. And uh, the result is then, it's uh, Jesus says, uh, cast in and burned, cast away and burned. And so uh, that should be a warning to us to stay in Christ. It should be an encouragement to us to stay in Christ but also in verse 7 he says that there are the connected branches and there's and we see this in, in verse 7 if you remain in me and my words remain in you ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you this is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit showing yourselves to be my disciples so these are fruitful branches because they're connected yes there's going to be some pruning that takes place, but you're abiding in Jesus. And um, that means that we're continuing to grow in him. We're continuing to be uh, motivated by his spirit and controlled by his spirit. And uh, he says there is there's some great promises. Uh, one is, he says, ask whatever you will, and it will be given to you. Like staying in Christ there is that power of powerful, effective prayer. And, um, and so the, the beauty of this kind of life is you stay connected to Jesus. You're walking, you're living in the presence of Jesus. That means you never face a moment of loneliness. You never face a moment where you're really alone. I mean, you may think you're alone for a moment, but the reality is Jesus is always there with you, walking in constant connection with you, that you're having that two-way communication of prayer with him. You're getting uh, 
nourished, you're getting spiritual strength. Um, and, and so there's all of this, all of this goodness that comes into your life by staying connected to Jesus and your life becomes more productive. It becomes more impactful and uh, you will see that you're impacting the lives of people around you. And when people see fruit in your life, what they're going to do is they're going to go, wow. You know, I know in my life, they, wow, how can that person, how can he make such a difference? If he can do that, certainly that motivates me to want to trust in Jesus as well. And, and because we realize that it's only by God's power that this kind of impact and this kind of life is possible. And so people will want to turn to, to God to save them, to begin asking God for help, and to uh, just open their hearts and minds to Him. And the question that we want to ask today as we think about um, whether or not, as you personally uh, think about your own life, are you bearing fruit in your life? You know, that's a big question. Like, what is the fruit? What am I? What is my life producing? Am I seeing um, people come closer to Jesus, or are they being pushed further away from him because of my actions, because of my words, because of my attitudes, all of those things? Um, am I living a, a life, not a perfect life, but a life that honors God? Um, am I producing the fruit of the Spirit in my life? Is my character growing where I'm showing more love, more joy, peace, Patience, gentleness, goodness, faith, more humility, more um, more patience in my life. All of these uh, is this the fruit of my life, and uh, are people coming closer to Jesus? So we're looking at that kind of fruit to determine, like, what do I need to do to get close, more closely connected to the vine. And, the, and to dwell and to abide in Him today. I want to encourage you to do that because he is, he is available to you. He wants you to stay connected with Him so that through that connection and through your life, He can do all the good things that He wants to do in your life and through your life. So let's go ahead and pray together right now. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you so much for each person listening. God, I pray that you are moving, that you're working in our lives today, God, to, uh, to help us to produce fruit, that you're producing that fruit in our lives because we recognize that apart from you, there's nothing that we can do that has lasting value or meaning or significance. God, thank you that you draw us close to you, that we're drawing our very life from you today. We're drawing our energy, we're drawing um, just our sustenance from you today. And so we thank you for that and we pray all this in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you have a blessed week and I can't wait to see you really soon. Thank you for joining us for this week's Connect podcast. If you liked what you heard, then be sure to like, share, comment, subscribe, rate. We want to spread this good word to everybody we can who needs to hear this message. I hope you have a great week, and I look forward to you joining us next week for the Connect podcast. <music>